Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. That's right, we're back in Technicolor, Bogman. What was Technicolor? Is that just color? I don't know. Was the Technicolor just like a big old fancy word for color? <laughs> it's like in HD. In HD. What what HD? Are we 480? Are we 720? Well, there's a lot of different HDs because there's high definition television. 4K. But there was HD radio for one time. One of radio's <laughs> many huge, massive failures that they've had. HD radio, maybe to anybody that's been in radio for known about it for 15 years. One of the biggest failures, HD radio's attempt to kind of like. What even was it? It. it it was kind of their attempt to be like, hey, look, it's back to kind of like high quality second band. It's going to maybe compete with some version of, um, I think their idea was it was going to be able to compete with like a serious type of thing. So stations were like acquiring their HD channels oh, and all this type okay. of stuff. And it was a, ma- I worked for a radio station. I thought um, you were going to say it was going to uh, compete with television. I was like, well, no, no. seeing always wins. So, so I worked for. Sorry, Daredevil. Think of like the big, massive. Um, Radio companies, I sh- I smart radio, um, right. that one. It was called it was called Schmierschmanel uh, back then. Schmierschmanel, right? And is many 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 years ago. And this was just when HD radio was going off. But here's what happened: radio stations didn't know what to do with it, so they had these HD channels, but they didn't have anything to work with with it. So. What they would do, like nothing was good enough. Or no, they just didn't have programming. Like they bought oh, these okay. things, but what they were, they were kind of like mirroring the content that was on some of their radio stations. But they also just didn't have stuff, so they couldn't just take what they were recording and put it on HD. No, that's what mirroring. Radio? That's like kind of what it was. But the okay. idea was they wanted to have original programming. So here's what they ended up doing: they would get like all the secondary people in radio stations that wanted shows. And they would, like, give them shows on HD. Like, it was how to make people happy. So, me, being one of those unimportant people, I had this show on iSmarch Radio on the station right. out here in Phoenix. And it was me and this guy. And it was twofold. It was on the HD channel. And then it was also, this is the best part. It was this streaming show for when, let's say, NFL games were on the NFL didn't doesn't allow radio stations to um, like a local like a um, you know a Cardinals game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't allow them to air it on their stream because the digital rights are owned by the NFL. Same thing okay. with MLB or NASCAR. 
they wouldn't let the stream play these things. And this is not really super interesting. But what would happen is radio stations have to do one of two things. Just make it dead or they have to put something special on. So they would take this show, they, these shows, multiple people did them. You know, your our buddy um, Luke, you know, who's a big old yeah. deal now. He used to have one with uh, Zinger. Right. And they had one and me and this other guy had one. But this show, because you work at one of the big radio stations, you know, my very first guest was ever Greg <laughs> no. Doyle. You remember Greg Doyle? Big time no. writer in Indiana. Okay. He, oh, here's a more impressive one. I interviewed Steve Lavin. Remember Steve uh, Lavin? Who's Steve Lavin? None of these are interesting. Never mind. Steve Lavin, UCLA basketball head coach. Oh, okay. And I, <laughs> I mean, way to undersell I'm me. I'm trying, man. Way to undersell I, me. Hey, Greg well, Doyle, one of the most respected writers in the country. Okay, no, no. How about Steve Lavin? Nope. Okay. How about Terry Richardson? Yeah, because a lot of those newspapers are doing great, aren't Okay, they? how about former so. ASU wide receiver who was drafted by the Texans, Terry Richardson? Anything? Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. But we couldn't tell these people. This, is, this, to me, is like when the guy at the end of Chernobyl is explaining what happened. Okay. Like, he's like, Convoluted. the graphite in the water, and the, I'm like, all right, dude, cool. Just blame it on somebody. I don't know what you're doing here. But, like, so. what I'm saying is I'm interviewing Steve Lavin, and we can't tell him because he's like, oh, you know, uh, just let me know when this is going to air. And we're like, well, it's going to air it's on not. HD radio. And then when the Cardinals are playing and the radio station can't play it on the stream, it'll be on the app. And this is like 11, 12 years ago. So explaining that to anybody. But that's what people did. And HD radio was essentially just a... um it was just a stomping ground for people that wanted radio shows, you know, because everyone in radio wants to have a show. No one wants to. Work so it's board. like if you were willing to do anything, they would just put it on there. They, they, and they it, was wanted a, it was one of those things where it was like an honor. They'd be like, you know, we'll give you a show. And you're like, really? We're not going to pay you. Oh, well, I have a show. It's on HD radio. Oh, how do I get to it? You yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> no one has no an one HD radio, it. by the way. Right. So no one listens to it. And. Um, the other times it's going to air while something is actually happening on the radio station on the internet. That's where you'll be. Oh, oh, I and think, now we're doing a podcast on the internet. I think the more important question is why do I look so happy in this Bogman eats kale video <laughs> with like, your tongue out? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> see know. you. Uh, how did, many options did you get? You uh, got three options to choose, right? This is the only, I didn't even check the options. Oh, it's just what whatever. was clicked. <laughs> it's a great post. So full of it. <laughs> Looks like you're looking at I don't believe you for one second. I don't believe you for a half of one second that you didn't have multiple pictures to pick. You picked the one where it looks like I'm about to eat barbecue. Well, it looks like super you're happy. Like, <laughs> it looks like <laughs> all, all, all that's missing is me rubbing my hands together. My fat hands. <laughs> that's the only thing that's missing. It looks like you're saying, got a real party hey, mouth. <laughs> you're going to eat these kale chips. You have the barbecue kind. <laughs> got a real party mouth. Let's play the trailer. Let's see if this uh, translates. I don't know if it'll translate over to... Uh, now, but, is this the HD trailer? This is in HD and Technicolor. So this is the trailer <laughs> for the docu-series Bogman Eats man, Kale, sure. which is officially on um, patreon.com slash army. Almost 12 minutes. This is the trailer I made. <laughs> what did you say, Bogman? You're in your, your uniform? My Kool-Aid man t-shirt. <laughs> so let's see if this works. Let's see. That's just going through my phone. Why is this not connected? Connect. Oh, hold on. You heard me say oh. all right a million times. All right. All right. 
Yeah, you sound like, uh, hey, y'all. All right, all right, hey, all right, all right, all right, all right. Bogman's going to eat kale. Da, 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 da. All right, I think I got it. All right, all right. I think I've got it now. So this is the trailer. I don't know how much will translate over. All right, it's officially here. Today is the day that Bogman eats kale. Uh, uh. I'm going to be honest with you. Brad's crunchy kale. This one does not look good. I will tell you, though, he's not in a good mood. So I, I called him from the store. And I was like, all right, we got it. Let's go do it. We're going to go see Brightburn and do the movie. And he was like, we're doing it after. And I'm like, come on, let's just yeah, do it before or whatever. It. He's like, he's in a bad mood. This is me happy. This is called the happy kale montage. Bogman's going to eat kale montage. And then this is Bogman's slow-mo face. This is Bogman. Bogman has been happier. Then it cuts to me smiling, and I goes, he's never been happier. And it's a big old stupid smile on my face. And then there's a link to it. So uh, people can check out the trailer. It's on uh, Twitter, at Is It The Welsh. It's a minute trailer for Bogman Eats Kale. I, I mean, I, I did a pretty good job putting that movie together, I, right? It's amazing. Like yeah. You did a, a fantastic job. Music, fast cuts, slow-mo. I think you just five people have watched so it. You just are so happy. That I'm, you are disgustingly happy that I'm eating kale in this yeah. video. It may be, so, it may be and they're really not happy. chips. I don't think calling them kale chips is even fair. Like, how about would you like to eat dried kale leaves with some dust on them? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, dried kale leaves. It just, <laughs> See, you know what, Bogman? <laughs> sounds less appetizing. <laughs> yes, it does. Because that's what it is. I can't imagine what beet chips actually are. Yeah. So it's yeah, probably just video. uh, you know, beets shaved in there with some dust on them. It's probably exactly what it is. Those look like the worst things. The like that worst. would be like well, I know what people how know. Many, about how me. many beet uh chips will you eat if uh per each uh you know person on Patreon? I don't know. We, that's what I was about to say. Like people would instantly want me to eat pickles and that's not happening how you know how pickles are going to go down people are going to pay me money and i know some people get offended like oh you guys do no if i'm going to eat pickles on a video i would do a video series and i consider it but y'all are going to pay some greenbacks on that the venmo is going to blow up and we'll have a minimum it'll be like ebay there's going to be a minimum and then there'll be a price point after where pickles can get added then i would, would you do rather that. uh would you rather eat like one big pickle or Ha- sleep with the Annabelle doll in your room for one night. Like the real one or just like, yeah, like the one? real one. No, the real one is possessed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Actually, did you know that the Annabelle doll is actually based off of um, a Raggedy Ann doll? Of course it is. Yeah, it was a Raggedy Ann doll that was. What could they just not use Raggedy possessed. Ann? Yeah, well, they wanted to make it creepier for the movie, so they made it this creepy ass. You know what? Doll. And they got it wrong. They should have just used the Raggedy Ann doll. Did I tell you? Yeah, I think I mentioned this before. My, I actually was talking with someone about. Oh God, that's why you said Annabelle because the preview just came on. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I was talking with someone about like weird things that people collect. And God damn it, this preview! I need to not look. The um, my I was telling somebody how my aunt used to collect. Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls. And so she lived crazy. in this town called Alameda in California. And it's did, like, did she have a, uh, she have a bunch of kids. No, she had no kids at the time. So it, okay. Spoiler alert. 
She has kids now, and those dolls are nowhere to be found. Yeah, but they all burned them. She lived in um, moving around the house. This place, uh, Alameda, which it would remind you of like the South. You know, like really, but like of buildings, like really old architecture in the twenties and everything like that. So the part of Alameda she lived in, it's just these all these creepy kind of old buildings. You know, like lots of history behind it. So then you walk into her house, she had a room dedicated, and when I say dedicated, three to four hundred Raggedy Ann and Annie dolls, the entire room shelving nope. and everything. Mm-mm. It was no. it was it was nightmare fuel. I remember walking. I have a it is. Imprinted I feel like in if I was brain. your neighbor, I would have burned that house down. Burned in my brain walking into that room and just hundreds of them looking at you. Why it were you in terrifying. there? Terrifying. Were you dared? It was the first time I went to her house and I came in. I, I think it might have actually been. I visited from here and I was just coming to stay with her for a couple of days. And I walk in and then I go into Did this room. Did you have room. to stay in that room? No. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? I was, I'd have, ra- and by the way, Alameda's next to Oakland. I would have rather slept on the streets of Oakland <laughs> than been in that room. And if you've ever been to Oakland, you know what that means. Uh, welcome to Oakland. It's uh, <laughs> a horrific uh, <laughs> place. Um, oh man, I would have paid to have you sleep in that room. Nope. I like, I <laughs> would have taken I'm more open, money than the pickles, but I would have done it for sure. I'm open I, to a Welsh eat series. The pickle one, it, it's not going to be like, Hey, we get like 10 new army members. No, you will be paying me money into my account. So Bogman, <laughs> if Bogman, if you want to, uh, organize that. You can get a bunch of people and their hard-earned paychecks. I just and want put somebody it into my to send account. you the Annabelle doll. That's what I want. I'll just so. burn it. I'll throw it right out. But <laughs> there's there's middle line stuff that I'd consider, like the beet chips. Like those look horrifically disgusting. But yeah. sure, something I might consider. Pickles are nightmare fuel. There's plenty of other things that I hate. Look, I know your wife put you on to the kale chips. It's not like you eat those all the time, though, right? They're gross. No, I like them. I like kale chips. You I think don't. they taste fine. No, you, you're lying. No, one of the bags I, I showed I you, I, I actually second. literally bought myself the other day. I have no. it downstairs. Mm-mm. Yeah, I like them. Nope. No, it's all lies. It's so. not lies. So I don't uh, believe any of it. Like I said, pickles, those are cash in my pocket. There's some other things that we could do a Welsh series that I would be open to to discuss. Beets. That. That's what we need. The we beet need chips. Beet I, chips. I mean, they, I hate beets, but they're not pickles. Who likes beets? No one likes beets. Enough to I don't make know. dried beet chips? Why are there beet farms? No one eats it. It's disgusting. I don't know. That's a great question. All right. Um, we wasted a good 12 minutes there, so we got about three minutes left into this. <laughs> We're going to really drag fantasy football in a lot here. Um, I wanted to ask you a question based on Dynasty that circles really around another player. So I th- we put a lot of focus into Tyreek Hill there. And I feel like the out, well, the out conversation was more about this year. I feel like we found a place to be comfortable in Dynasty with Tyreek Hill, which I think you would admit, Boggs, was higher than you expected after we had the conversation. Yeah, it was higher. Than you I expected. Just, yeah. Okay. I. We don't need to go into it, but I'm just saying. I know you're uncomfortable about it, but once you really bear down, you found out where it was. Right. So let me ask you this. In Dynasty, Tyreek Hill or Todd Gurley? Oh. There is no uh, one more hated in fantasy football right now than Todd Gurley. Didn't tell, is, tell people what tell people what happened in the groupie rooms because I would. Well, know. in the groupie rooms, I just asked because it seems like Twitter has this uh, disdain for Gurley, and it's really it's really disdain for drafting a player who you know you hear the word arthritis kicked around. I mean, Reggie Bush has come out and said you know. 
look, every player in the NFL is dealing with arthritis. They all have it. So yeah. uh, but people hate that. Todd Gurley. You can just admit that people yeah. hate Todd Gurley. Right, right. So they don't want to take, you know, Todd Gurley. And I said, who is out on Todd Gurley or where do you have him? And um, I think the first response was I got him at running back five. And that was our guy, Sorio. And then after that, it was a lot of I'm out. Our guy, Braun, our guy, Dusty. They're out on him. Other guys are kind of wishy-washy, but there seem to be there seems to be this hard line drawn. He's either running back five after the top four, or people are waiting till the probably third. running back twenty. Right, exactly, and he's just not going to land uh, in that spot. I think for the most part, someone in every draft is going to be taking him as the fifth running back, and that's where I'm going to keep him. Okay, so in so Dynasty, the, yes. you're still going to take Todd Gurley over Tyreek Hill. Yes, and it's fairly easy to me. I so. agree. Well, you know, when we come back, I want to talk just a tiny bit about the Todd Gurley stuff. One more segment on some fantasy football here. Good talk, good time to talk about it. People, I mean, it's still baseball season, and we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we might have to talk about a basketball game. Um, but I, I want to talk about Todd Gurley because we did a little bit on the Black Book. We've kind of gone off here and there. People are acting like it. he has saw, sawed his leg off. Like he was the guy from... Uh, what was that stupid movie from the Saw movies? Oh, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, um, what's that one with James Franco? Oh, James Franco. 127 hours. 127 away. hours, but he arm off. It doesn't matter. People hate Todd Gurley. The guy, they, they're literally acting like he is 37 years old and he's like 24. So right. let's talk about Todd Gurley. Let's kind of bear down a little bit. Let's figure out where we're at as all the hatred is spewing out. We will be back. We're going to talk more fantasy baseball. The draft went down. Some guys signed some important stuff to get to. And like I said, we've got to talk about the basketball game, at least a segment of it. So don't go anywhere. Bogman, Welsh, the Twitters. This is it the Welsh Bogman Sports. We'll be right back right here on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I know how you're feeling right now. Stop it, stop it, don't do that. I'm here for you. Oh, in the bleed. <laughs> if you guys like getting down in the dynasties with the prospects, there's two ways you can go off of multiple sports. You guys want baseball? I got you covered. Prospect One, that's my podcast. You can check it out anywhere that podcasts are, whether it's the iHeart, iSmart, Rich Radio app, uh, Spotify, iTunes. You can get all of that stuff, whether it's a draft, just prospect breakdowns, all that stuff. You can get my stuff at Prospect One. If you are looking for some college fantasy football stuff, Bogman's got you covered in two places. He's got the ITL fantasy football or the CFF fantasy football podcast on in this league and on campus CFF podcast for fan tracks. And you guys are, are you kind of full throws of both of them right now? Yeah, we're going to record, uh, we're trying to get a ball bag episode, a mailbag episode for uh, Monday for Blaze and I to record. So Scott Bogman at gmail.com if you have any college fantasy football questions, even if you're a newbie, you know, send in newbie questions. We'll answer those. No problem. Yeah. Uh, you can play it on fan Who's tracks. Who's top fantasy football player this year? Is it Jennifer Dear Lawrence? Dear King. Yeah, Dear King. So Jennifer, 
It's no, it's not Mystique. Why would it be De- Jennifer Lawrence? What's so you're the Lawrence talking about guy? Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, Jennifer Sunshine? Lawrence. Yeah. No, no. Trevor Lawrence is is uh, really good, and there are people that rank him really, really high. But who's the guy you see? Derek King is a quarterback at Houston, and he had 16 rushing touchdowns to go with 36 passing touchdowns last season. So he averaged 37 points a game. The next highest returning player averaged like 28 points a game. So it was almost 10 points a game better than anybody else last season. So uh, he is easily the number one pick. I mean, he's not Lamar Jackson, but he's still really good. And uh, as far as college fantasy goes, he might be a better prospect. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, college fantasy football right around the corner too. So we got a lot to a lot of football to go on here. That's so, right. And this league, lots got you and covered. lots of football, lots of places. It's a safe place. We're here for you. That's right. Just like the rejoin, we are here for you. So, finishing up our fantasy football conversation, better not a better conversation really to end with here, than getting into the Todd Gurley stuff. As we discuss on the black book, there's Todd, Todd Gurley, Gurley stuff. stuff. And Sometimes it, you just got to try some Todd Gurley stuff. Yeah. Got to, you know, experiment and everyone should try right. it once at least. Don't say uh, you're not into Todd Gurley stuff until you tried it is what we've been Yolo. trying to tell everybody. Right. But um, he's the most divisive person. I am. One thing I'm curious about, this is just an off brand. Let's not go too far into this because I want to get on top, stay on topic. But like, do you think you agree? August is the big draft month for football. Yes. That's when everyone's yeah. locked in. Do mm-hmm. you think August Todd Gurley will still be the biggest conversation piece for drafts. Do you like? Do you think there'll be resolution um, before then, or will it still be the biggest, most controversial issue surrounding everything? I think it's one A and one B between Gurley and, and Hill. I think these will be the two biggest issues because I don't think we're going to have anything wrapped up with Hill uh, because the NFL likes to drag their feet with those investigations and you know be thorough. So. Uh, they're like the George R. R. Martin of suspensions, the NFL is. So, uh, and then with Todd Gurley, uh, my whole thing is I want to see him play. And, you know, our guy Aaron in the Army made the point of you're not going to see him play until week one because he's not going to play in the preseason. I don't mean play in a game. I just mean on the practice field, you know, moving, yeah, uh, cutting, that kind of stuff. I just want to see him out there. If I see him out there and he's moving fine, I am going to be more than fine. I think the the longer we get into that without him taking a real practice cut or anything, the further down you have to move him on the board. It's, you know, June 8th today. So I'm not going to move him down my board yet because nothing important has happened. So well, I just it, can't do it. And I think I even saw that, um, that you know, Todd Gurley has been, yeah, I think he even chirped back. I'm trying to find it. Because, I mean, you type in Todd Gurley and just everything is the negative. Oh, it's convoluted. I couldn't even find the clip. I I saw that Ian Rappaport, who, by the way, people, is not God. Uh, people, <laughs> Ian Rappaport said that his days as a bell cow are over. Number one, Ian Rappaport just reports the news that he hears. So he's not making any decisions for the, the, the Rams. So him saying that means... F all, you know, it doesn't mean that much. And, and Did I just say $100? No, I said F all. 
Uh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can F off. So uh, I think I at least won $50. So no, you I will give you $0 keep, and zero why, why don't you keep so, digging in, Bob? Yeah, we're getting close. <laughs> we're getting close. But I, people are acting like Ian Rappaport is the offensive coordinator for the Rams. And that, oh, well, he said, he said, Bell is this more about you hating Ian Rappaport than no, it is it's he could not. possibly have I, I good actually, news? I actually like Ian Rappaport. He, you know, he, he does he does as good as he can. Well, what did you people, tell me off air? What did you tell me about Ian Rappaport? But but he, but <laughs> people are acting like he is the word of God as far as fantasy goes. All he's saying, like, what is all Bell hail Lord Rappaport? His Lord word Rappaport. is his word Lord is more. Rappaport. <laughs> uh, I just don't get it. His like, word is bond. What what is Bell Bell Cow anyway? What what does that mean? Does that mean that he's not going to take? He averaged twenty-one touches last year. It's like twenty point eight over his fourteen. I think games. Bell Cow means twenty plus. That's how I read Bell Cow. Well, that's fine. So he was just over twenty last year. He wasn't even at twenty-one. Is twenty point eight. So if you lower him from twenty down to let's say fifteen touches a game, does he lose all of his value? He loses a decent amount. Yeah, enough to knock him down from one to like five or six mm. among running. I see. I, I disagree. If he if it really were 15, I, I don't think I'm not sure he's a first rounder. Well, OK, I, I can. Now, if it's I 15 get, carries and like six catches, that's completely different. No, no, no. I'm talking about overall care, overall touches, touches. last season. Yeah. He had uh, he had uh, what was it? It was um, 20.8 total touches last year and he scored. Uh, 21 touchdowns in 14 games. So my thing is, he's still going to be the goal line back. I think. Uh, I, you know, Daryl Henderson is is not a goal line back. I think that's hard and to disagree with. He, he's so he's still going to be getting those red zone touches. And you know, when you take five touches off a game, you know, okay, maybe you lower his, uh, you know, his yardage 10, percent but he's still going to get those scores. And that's uh, the huge thing that's winning you weeks is him getting the touchdowns. And that's why you take him is because he had the 21 touchdowns last year. So he's not going to lose most of his value. So he's going to lose like maybe, you know, 20 to 15 percent, which is a lot, but it's not everything. It's not the end of the world. So stop acting like he is going to be running back 20 because he's going to lose five to six carries touches really a game. Well, it's just going to happen it's i think it's the unknowns that's scary and there's a lot of other factors that are out there well hold on there's a lot of other factors that were out there Gurley, from what i saw and i cannot find it i thought uh chirped back you have rapaport's comments out there and then you also have this idea that's being thrown out there where i think people are waiting for bogman and pro football talk they uh, posted this on friday where it was after 2019, the Rams will have to decide whether to let Gurley walk away with what they say, $34.5 million after two years or allow another $10.5 million in guarantees. So there's like these financial and – and what I what I read when I see these, by the way, is it's like pro football talk is almost poking to be like, hey, Rams, well, what do you say about this? You got a comment on this? Are you, you going to pick it up? Because like people are looking for any little bit of information right now. And then the last thing. That's following this whole thing. And Scott uh, Pinowski from Yahoo, I thought, said it. uh, He's from Yahoo, right? Yeah, Yahoo. uh, Said it fantastic. He said, Todd Gurley has to be the oldest 24-year-old in world history. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest thing. But the other thing that you have that's going on in there 
on top of um, there's also like Maurice Jones Drew came out and said he was suffering knee injury like pretty much all year and all this stuff is the rise of Daryl Henderson. The insanity that is starting it's to happen like with Daryl Henderson. you're promoting a movie, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the rise yeah. of Daryl Henderson. Boom, 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 boom. Daryl Henderson, homecoming. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, but he, homecoming. He, <laughs> that was really good. Um, he's already moved into theorized as a flex option. If you're inside the top 36, you qualify essentially 25 to 36 at RB could qualify as a as a flex. We would look at that guy as like a flex option. He's going in the low to mid 30s right now. Daryl Henderson is because of the massive fear that is attached to Todd Gurley. And there really is kind of two camps at this point, Bachman. And the camps are simple. It's I believe in Gurley and I'm going to take him inside the top eight or Thanks, but no thanks. I'm taking Daryl Henderson in the top, I don't know, six rounds. I'm taking him as a top 30 running back because I have no belief. So those people who hate on Todd Gurley say, I'm going to get all the value, you know, no running back strategy, and I'll start with Daryl Henderson, and it'll be a huge payoff. I personally feel like betting against Todd Gurley is a real, real foolish step for a 24-year-old I mean, all-world running back who suffered knee injuries last year and has had some good recovery time. Time is going to tell us shortly here. We're going to see words from the coaches. We're going to hear schemes. We're going to see him in practices. Things will become clear, and what I just said might be foolish, but at this moment, it seems like a lot of chatter that might just be building value for Todd Gurley. And I think the the issue is, is, you know, a lot of people are experienced players at this point. And, you know, you don't have to look far to see guys fall off the map. Uh, I'm looking at uh, 2016 NFL rushing leaders, right? It was Zeke. And then uh, who had the most carries after him? LeGarrette Blunt. Mm-hmm. We've seen David Johnson go. You know who was fourth in touches in 2016, the Welsh? Who? Well, let's, let's, let's get a couple guesses out of you. 2016? 2016. Fourth in touches. Fourth in touches. He had 293 rushes for 1,287 yards, nine scores. I mean, it's again, I'm just like, my brain isn't working. Like, give me a hint. Uh, He played in the AFC South. That's Trent Richardson. uh, No, it was DeMarco Murray. (laughs) Oh. 293 touches for 1,287 yards and nine touchdowns. Running backs go downhill with the quickness. I got an example for you. Do you want an example? Yeah. How about Maurice Jones-Drew himself? Maurice yeah. Jones-Drew. I'm looking. Six, uh, 2006, 7, and 8. <clears throat> he really didn't do much. He didn't start any games. Uh, he was with the Jaguars. I mean, he, I shouldn't say he didn't do much. 900 yards in 160 attempts, started one game. He had uh, 70, 768 yards. 15 games did not start. He had 824 in 16 games, but started three. Then in 2009, he is now age 24 in 2009. Boom. 300 carries, almost 1,400 yards and 15 touchdowns. Awesome. 2010, he is 25 years old. 14 games, still gets 299 carries in 14 games, rushes for 1,300. Then 2011, he's 26 years old. 343 rushes, 1,600 yards. By the way, he also caught 
43 passes that year. Think of how dominant he was. He almost had 2,000 yards, by the way, because he had uh, 374 receiving, 1,606 rushing, just under 2,000 stupid yards. At age 27, he starts five games, only plays six, 400 yards, 28, plays 15 games, 800 yards. The final three seasons of his career, he came about... uh, 300 yards short of what he did in 11 alone. He fell off the map after his age 26 season. Would you say also that um, this is one of the best offenses in the NFL, right? The Absolutely. Rams? Okay. Well, and the, Saints, throw it off. the Saints are pretty damn good too, right? And we've seen Kamara and Ingram coexist there too. So why can't? Uh, you know, Gurley and Henderson both have roles here as well. I just so, I, I think it's because the Rams haven't shown us that that's possible. No, but I, I think that you have to take carries away from uh, Gurley to to keep him healthy for the year. You know, I mean, but I don't think they, wait, wait, your your scenario. I mean, or, like your scenario of from 20 to 15 is really dramatic. That's a 25 percent production cut. If it's you tell just me not if he's still getting the the goal line, no, I agree touches. with that. But but that's where I'm going with. It, but if you cut it down to 18, and then he's not on third downs, and he's on the goal lines, and the offense is really good, but he's take take two to three carries away a game, getting all the goal line, and take him out on third downs. So maybe his receptions take a little bit of a hit, his carries take a little bit of a hit, but it's not a 25 percent reduction in in production. Okay then I think you can talk yourself into being like, listen, this is going to be a value, and frankly, the fresher legs are going to thrive. I just don't think anyone buys in because you hear a guy go from bell cow to a shared spot. How often does that work? Like Sometimes players are just in a split. Like Ingram and Kamara felt like they were just in a split, but you take a dominant, dominant running back, and then you take them off of that everyday role. Like Some of these guys just need to they need the ramp up, Feels really scary. I get the fear. Frankly, well, he's not Derrick Henry, right? Right? Like, I and I think well, that's a, a good distinction to make. Derrick Henry needs touches and touches and touches and touches to start eventually rolling downhill and uh, put up huge gains. So, but we've seen uh, Todd Gurley have 120 yards on 16 carries. Uh, here he's averaging five uh, carries a game or uh, a touch against. The, the Saints defense, that was pretty good. 13 for 68. That's over five yards in a 10. Uh, you know, uh, he had 23 touches for 132 yards against Detroit at just over five. He also had some bad games down there. When he was playing hurt, like week 13, week 14, then he missed 15, 16, 17. Uh, so when he's when he's playing in, the, you know, these late games here, 11 touches for 28 yards, or 11 rushes for 28 yards, his... Uh, Per average is going down to two. That's the only game he was really bad in. So let, so, me, let me throw this at you then, to what you're saying. Maybe the fear, now think of it like this, come back to, because you sparked me when you said Derrick Henry and De- Deion Lewis. Maybe a bigger fear to worry about is that Todd Gurley could go out and have three explosive games. But if there is a shared element to this, they might go with the hot hand. And what you might do is you might get, eight really good Todd Gurley games and then eight okay games while the hot hand is given to the other back. So you might have the disappearing act of a player that happens over 
Um, it happens over multiple games. And I think maybe that's the big fear for everybody. Does that make sense? Uh, explain it to me one more time. Give it to me again. I'm saying that it's not so much that he can't coexist. It's that in the coexisting, you might have him be good for a couple games and then completely disappear because they go with the hot hand of another player. It's kind of like the Aaron Jones, Jamal Lewis or Jamal Williams thing that you would have that it's just they take the hot hand and instead of constant, because when it was just hot girly, you, so, you felt good. But if you lose the constant, if he's struggling, they go to the other back. They don't give him an opportunity. That's a fear. I just did the math. And if you took 600 yards off of the season, he's still the seventh highest per game score. 600 yards. He took 60 points away from him, seventh highest score. That's pretty good. It's so pretty good. All right. Uh, don't go anywhere. It's a good conversation. There's always more of it. But we are going to be back. Don't go anywhere. More in this league. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love it. In this league. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. On the break, Bogman and I were talking. We're like, Bogman's like, more Todd Gurley? And I was like, Todd Gurley? Could. We probably could. Like, we should probably talk about something else, but like, take Todd. 10 touchdowns away from him. And he's still, I had my math wrong too. Well, sixth per game in 10 scoring. touchdowns? That's 60 points. Take 60 points off his total, and he's still six. Now, if you take 120 points, if you took the 600 yards and 10 touchdowns Well, yeah, off, you got to do that. Yeah. Oh, well, you, have to, you have to take 600 yards and 10 touchdowns off of him? Yeah, no, take 10. Take six touchdowns. And, you tell me. Well, what's what's your expected regression of him? It's how many yards and how many How many scores? yards? Give me his numbers last year. Uh, I just closed it. Are well, you serious? Why did you close it? All you want because you said you didn't want to talk about Todd Gurley anymore. All you want to talk boring. about. All you want. I talk could about. talk about Todd Gurley for the next three days. Doesn't make any difference to me. I'm looking it up. Hold on. All right, loser. I'll just, I'll just sit here quietly. Wait. Yeah, you should because you don't want to talk about it. He had 1,251 uh, rushing yards with 580 receiving yards, and he had 17 rushing touchdowns and four receiving touchdowns. All right. Put, give me 12 touchdowns, 900 Total? rushing yards, and 500 receiving. So yes. that would be, okay, so what is, so that would be, how many total yards did you say? I'm sorry. Oh, total? Because uh, like, what did he have last time, like 1,800? Yes. Let's go down to 1,400. Okay, so 140 points, and how many uh We're down to 12 touchdowns? total touchdowns. 12 touchdowns, so... That would be, uh, what would that be? That'd be 72 points there. And how many catches if we're doing PPR? He had 59 last year. Let's call it 50. I'll give him 50. a little bit. I'll give him lots of catches. Still. Okay. So that would give him 262 points. 
and that was over 14 games. So you would have him at 18.7 points per game. So that would lower him down. Let me see here. Uh, to he would be what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth, eighth in scoring and at running back. At running back, yes. Okay, I mean, and he would be behind that. Kareem Hunt, which yeah, you know. So Connor, Elliott, Gordon, Kamara, Barkley, McCaffrey, and well, actually, he was up at number one, so you'd have to lower him down. So now he's seventh. Okay, but what about so, Chubb or Mixon? They weren't up there per game. Well, oh, so. Chubb even. Well, Chubb is difficult. Well, though, Chubb played the, games, but he would only get three touches. So, well, yeah, I, I and, think but Mixon had seventeen point three nine points per game last season, and this this version, your Todd Gurley, where you just gave him fourteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, and fifty catches, is averaging eighteen point seven points per game. I think that's Over really reasonable. Games. What I'm putting on him, if you expect lowered expectations, but but it it kind of comes back to the point of what I've been saying. I've got him at seven or eight at running back. That is what I gave you. Not knowing this is how I value him. It's still not the draconian uh, take on Todd Gurley where people are like, I'll take him in the third round if if he's there. It's like, no, Todd Gurley, based off of what I said, is a fantastic wheel pick. You take Todd Gurley and you take whoever else, whoever the other guy is. I mean, everyone seems to hate Dalvin Cook this year, but I think Todd Gurley is a great wheel pick if you can get him there. And then there'll be people that might take him at eight or nine. And I think I think the, the worst case scenario I placed out, because what does that do? That gives, take all of what the backups did and then add maybe 300 yards to give to Daryl Henderson, give him some, a few catches and give him some touchdowns. I think that's very reasonable of what I placed out. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that if you are splitting up those carries, and look, if Daryl Henderson is successful, you got to think about him more eating into Goff in the wide receivers sure. than just Todd Gurley. What, so, what wide receiver takes the hit if one takes a hit because they've all been going? But I know that well, it's um, probably Cooks because Cup is coming back. Yeah, because Cup he, is the the special one. Yeah, he didn't play. Uh, you know, he didn't play the majority of last season, and um, you know, Robert Woods. Um, it, you know, he plays a different role than both those guys. So, but like. Here's my thing. They got. I'm looking at uh, fantasy pros right now. They got Todd Gurley at nine, and at running back or overall, at, at running back. I'm fine with that. That's uh, right. They, they got him over Mixon. I could see you taking Mixon over him. So here are the here's the top tenants: Barkley, Zeke, McCaffrey, Kamara, Gordon, David Johnson, Bell, Kamara, Gurley, Mixon. I don't see anyone behind him. Out of those ten, like if you want to put him at the bottom of those ten. That's fine. I can't take anyone else over him. There's I one guy. You use a Chubb. It's Chubb. There's that's the one okay. guy I'm torn on, and Kareem Hunt really screws it up because Kareem Hunt could come back and he could really make this a dirty situation. Where if he weren't, I would be really crazy on Chubb. I'm not there yet, so I really like Chubb, but I just can't do it yet. So, uh, and I like a lot of these guys in here, Cook, Chubb, Fournette, uh, Damian Williams. I think that's a tier. You could probably put Freeman in there as well. And then there's the rest of them like Mac, Jones, Lindsey, Henry, uh, Carrion, Sony, Drake. Nah, 
I can't take any of those guys. So to me, he's 10. If you want to put him at worst, 11. Where's the 11th back coming off the board? It's still middle of the second round. It, you it know. could be the wheel, though. Like That's assuming could be the people wheel. are yes. actually comfortable taking multiple wide receivers, which I think Hopkins clearly is going to go. But then after that, I don't know, man. Like I think, again, I look at the wheel. You go get Todd Gurley and Michael Thompson, or Michael Thomas, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty damn Scott good. Peterson. Scott Peterson. Right. <laughs> Peterson. Hey, you know what? At least Todd Gurley doesn't have, which, by the way, this would take all running, any running back or any player off my board forever, a ruptured testicle. What even is that? That's not a thing. It's something that Mitch Hanniger had today. Mitch Hanniger. I bet Mitch Hanniger wishes he stayed in Arizona now, Dude. so he didn't have a ruptured testicle. He's like a really nice guy. I met him in spring training. He's like a really nice guy and everything. He fouled a ball off into his nutsack. It ruptured. It ruptured his balls. He had to go into surgery. Oh my god! Today to repair his ruptured ball sack. <laughs> uh. I mean, just think of, just think of the hardest you've ever got hit ball sack in your balls, and like I've had a bruise, right, or what they call a if you're in the uh, Major League Baseball a testicular contusion, so which is a ball bruise. So I've had that before, and the pain, so intense. But you've never had it. A never came out of my sack. Ruptured. Though. Testicle. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Uh, So what was happening was he was over at first base. He's over at first base, and then Ramsey Bolton was playing uh, first base, right? (laughs) Was he involved here? Is that what happened? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Like, what what, what happened to Chris? Remember Chris Snyder? Former catcher for the Diamondbacks, yeah. but didn't he have a didn't he have a testicular they called contusion? It a fractured testicle. Oh, what's worse, a ruptured or it's fractured? Be a fracture. Like rupture is just like it came out of the pouch. Is that what uh, you? Know? Okay, well, here's what I think. When fracture I hear is fracture, like a half. no. When ra- okay, you're right. When I hear fracture, I hear break in half. When I think of rupture, I think of Chernobyl. I think of Chernobyl. <laughs> That's what I I think. That the That's main core, not rupture. No, I think of the main core opening up. I think of <laughs> his main ball sack exploding oh, and opening man. up. So there's graphite in his pants. Is I don't think of. I don't think of the the thing falling out. I think of it exploding. God. Will you type in? Because I'm not doing it. Will you no, type in rupture no, testicle? No, Do it. I'm not doing it. No. Type it in. Why? Go into no. incognito mode. Absolutely not. You need no, to tell I, me. We need to. Know. I don't want to know. Look. I can't watch those medical shows. I can't do it. I can't either. When they but I, but I can't open, look at the injuries, Bogman. You, 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 no. You're going to have to take one for the team here. No. Rupture no, testicle. See, I'm okay watching knees pop, shoulders pop, oh. uh, bones break. I can't see that stuff, man. I can't. As a, as a man, I cannot take that stuff because I've got hit in the nuts before. It's the worst. It's so terrible. I can't look up ruptured testicle. You're going to have to do it. So by the way, this is super time annoying. For, I ate kale, by the way. You did. It's 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 time for you to take one for the team. I, I have so. to just throw this out. I, I want to immediately move off of it, but just back to the Todd Gurley thing. Uh, this guy, Ian Kenyon, who, Uh-oh. what is he? He's a 
NFL associate editor for Bleacher Report, he tweets out, I'm in a Superflex Dynasty startup draft right now, and Todd Gurley is available in the third round, if anyone was curious where he's being valued. Our boy Nate Hamilton says, get him now. Ian says, I can't do it. Oh, come on. I just. I don't know. You know, people are out. People are out like Mitch Hanniger's ball. (laughs) He doesn't have a ruptured testicle. Can you imagine? Uh, I just want you to think about this. Like, I've had some bad days recently. Days that have been going into days. I, on Thursday night, got home. It was begetting. Yep. I got home. I had to deal with, for two days, I've had to deal with bees that have taken up shop in my house. I had to sleep downstairs with my entire family, dogs and all. At 9 p.m., I get a knock on my door, open up the door. There is a man in full bee get up, and he goes, just wanted to let you know I'm here. I'm going to get him. And he <laughs> goes up on my roof at night because you can't do it in the day because the bees will attack. Sprays. The next day, my poor, lovable, uh, cancer-ridden dog has a horrible reaction. Things are going downhill. Have to rush him to the hospital. This was on Friday morning following bee Geddon. Uh, spend more money that I don't have, all of those things, nothing that I am going through pales in comparison to having a day where you are playing baseball, you are you get a ruptured testicle. How did it happen, And by then the way? you are wheeled into the hospital to have surgery on your ruptured ball sack. Yeah, I mean, the, the last time something like this happened to me, you were there, we were doing softball practice. And uh, our buddy Stalling went down for a low one while I was crouched and it stuck and spun right in there. I uh, (laughs) was very close to throwing up. Spun for a long time. Yeah, exactly. So didn't get uh, ruptured though. Oh God. He fouled the ball off of it. Yeah. That's what I said. He fouled it off of it. Oh, Oh. I told the story one time. Blame anyone else. I swung a golf club one time. I don't even know how I did it. And I hit myself in the crotch and I was on the ground. It was so horrific. And like you have kids and you get kicked and it's just horrible. It just like now, I mean, I hope he's already got kids. They're all gone, right? What if they were trying? I mean, (laughs) not anymore. (laughs) I And the horrible thing. I can't say things on this show. Uh, <laughs> like, we shouldn't be allowed to do any of these if things. If you have particular uh, things you do, too, I mean, you can't do those. I wasn't talking about that. But, like, like remember, that, remember that scene in Any Given Sunday where the guy the gets hit eye- and the eyeball yeah. is on the field? Like, you get hit and you look down and your ball is on the ground. What do you do? <laughs> Looking like a fool with your ball. Well, what do you, I'm just, I mean, seriously, what do you, just say end it now. Uh, you go to the hospital and you get your ruptured nut repaired. I guess what's worse, what it is that or that one scene in Brightburn with the eye. Ooh, what would you rather have have happened? The the eye to scene me? with the glass. Oh, yeah, the nut. You'd rather oh, have the ruptured so eye, or you'd have rather yeah. the ruptured testicle. Yep, sure would. <laughs> yep. How does I'm Mitch Haniger ever like recover? I'm not this? taking that glass to the eyeball. No thanks. <laughs> No, 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 no. But I don't it, want kids anyway, so I'm good. But the thing yeah. exploded. Did it I don't explode think it inside of there? 
No, I don't think it exploded. I think it exploded. Type in ruptured testicle. Dude, I'm not doing this. This is the second time you tried to trick me into doing it. I will not do it. Why? You do it. No. I don't want to see it. Look, you always say I have no empathy. I'm a robot. I finally have empathy. You want me to throw it out the window to explain to you what it is. I'm telling you, I'm not going to do I'm a respected businessman, Bogman. I can't have this on my uh, Google. I'm a successful man. I'm a successful man. I can't have this. I just can't. I'm assuming that... The sack tore open and the thing came Type out. Type it the- in, look for three seconds and close it. No, you do it. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. Are we really going to end this segment without you looking for it? Okay, type in fractured testicle. Uh, I'm just looking at ruptured. Oh, God. Let's see what this is. Right, let's get ready. All it, all it said, it's all all Mitch Hanniger. Well, click images. Okay. Oh, hold on. Here's Wiki, so I don't have to see a picture. No, click the images. Uh, I'm not. Just for a second. No. Uh, test, uh, here's wiki. It says, is a rip or tear of the, woo, Tunisia. What is this? Isn't that tu- a country? Yeah. <laughs> Balsakia. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, tunica, tunica, albuginia resulting in an extru- ex- extrusion of the testicular contents. So yeah, it's a rub. Yeah, Intestinoble. <laughs> so I still don't understand. So what, are they, is, does it Dude, break it's off? all these sci- science words. Click it's, images. Including the seminiferous tubulus. What are those It's a rare complication. <laughs> Isn't that what they say in uh, Bill and Ted? Cerniferous tubulus, dude. <laughs> 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 Click images. No. Just real quick. I'm not going to do Just that. one Stop image. Asking. No. Absolutely not. It's you not know want to. Uh, the main symptoms of testicular rupture and scrotal swelling oh. are severe pain, which can <laughs> no. make diagnosis oh. difficult. I almost lost $100. Testicular <laughs> rupture should be suspected whenever blunt trauma to the scrotum has been sustained. <laughs> Treatment consists of surgical exploration <laughs> with the repair of the injury. I am getting hot sweats right now. Dude, they got to ultrasound your nut, too, to do it first. Oh, It's going to have a baby? Oh, Did you see God. it? No, I'm not looking. I will oh. not look. I'm oh-godding at all of these words I just read. It's so terrible. I still don't fully, like, so is it broken in there? It, dude, it is when your sack rips open and your ball comes out. That's what it is. It's I, nothing to do with the physical ball itself. It's when... Something hits your nuts so hard that your scrotum tears open and your nut comes out. That's so scary that that's possible. Like, think about the I idea didn't know of like the thing until today. But like, think like it's scary to think like your arm can break and stuff, and like just the idea of all that. But like to think you can get hit so hard in the nuts that it can break open and, this and then it's just a baseball. This almost happened and to me. Then it spills out. This almost happened like, to me because the same thing like happened to me. It was a foul sp- ball. It's like a can of SpaghettiOs. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this this is, my just talking about. We should start like a Hands Across America for Mitch Hanniger. I feel so bad for him. No Look, click images. He wants the stepchildren not finding. Click images. I'm not doing it. 
All right. Well, I'll try to get him during break. So, all right. Uh, final hour coming up. No more ball stuff. We'll be talking about. Uh, actually, we're we'll talking about the big signings that went down and the big basketball game that went down. So, final hour. I see y'all coming up. Don't go nowhere.